WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It's coming up on 827. I'm Kevin Millar, and the show is brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma and by Ace of La Crosse Sportsland in the Shelby Mall on the south side of La Crosse. And one of the topics that uh, I usually will discuss in the, the summertime, you know, June, July, August, uh, is fishing at night. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons to uh, uh, to do that in, in those warmer weather months. And, you know, it's, uh, it's a nice break from the heat sometimes. But um, it's got to do with a, a number of factors. I'll, I'll touch on here in a moment. But, you know, you know still getting out there and, and, you know, finding the fish. I mean, you can do the same thing in, in January, although I guess I wouldn't necessarily recommend you know sure it's a t-shirt and flip-flops uh for a trip out on the ice but to each his own um but yeah, temperatures in january are a little bit uh a little bit different than what it's it's like in july not bad this morning but it's not july uh but a lot of the things the, the same things that that hold true uh for Warm or for for the hot weather season, the warm weather season anyway, are kind of true in the cold as well. And I'll I'll touch on those in a moment. The other thing is that you know, given the 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 short days anyway, you know, a, a lot of us just aren't getting out of work until the you know either the sun is setting or has you know already done so. I mean, the days are shorter this time of year, so that's uh, that's that's really kind of one thing that that is a little bit different, but. Uh, there, there aren't a lot. Uh, so rather than, you know, limit yourself to heading out only on the weekends, you know, take advantage of the situation and, and give some night fishing a try. I mean, you know, if you've got the time, you know, along with the shelter, heater, and, and you know, dress warmly, um, you know, and you've already, you know, got the last three, there's no reason to not give it a try. Maybe the only extra things, you know, things that you would need for a a, a night trip would be, you know, some extra lights, something like that, the inside of the shelter, um, you know, if you use one. Uh, certainly a, a flashlight or headlamp, something along those lines that you can clip to your hat, carry in your pocket, or, you know, wrap around your head uh, <laughs> and your hats, uh, you know. They are for safety, of course, to see what you're doing. Um but you know they also have the practical purpose of, of being able to charge up some of those uh, those lures that you're going to be using for uh, uh, hopefully catching a lot of fish during your uh, your outing. You know that's uh, something to uh, to keep in mind. Um, you, you know, I guess if you're, I want to start this out by kind of touching a, a little bit on uh, pressure and location. They, they do kind of go hand in hand. Um, you know, we all have our, our favorite ice fishing spots. Well, like anything, we've got our, you know, favorite ice fishing spots, our favorite open water spots. You know, whether, you know, this time of year, I, I guess if I think ice fishing, I'm going to be thinking places like, you know, Goose Island and Stoddard, uh, Lake on Alaska, maybe uh, the Three Lakes area up by Trempolo. You know, I, that, I guess that kind of covers, you know, maybe throw Brownsville in there as well. Um as just kind of those those particular areas would be on my uh, um, 
list anyway of, of places to check out for the, the hard water season. You know, all great spots. And, and, and the thing is, you know, they're all great spots to go to during the day. Um, and if you go to those places, you will, well, you will see that a lot of people have that same idea, you know. Unfortunately, that's that can be a bit of a drawback. You know, they get busy on a, a winter's day. You know, there's you know a lot of noise and traffic and this and that and and whatnot and and fishing pressure, of course. And there's a reason for. I mean, the, that's where the fish are. So of course they're going to be there. You know, I mean, it makes sense. The thing is, you know, those fish get a lot thrown at them during the day. When it comes to the evening. Eh, not so much, if anything, really. Um, so why not maybe you know, shift the equation just a little bit and turn that time around and try at night? Um, again, you know, like I said, you know, there's a fraction of the pressure, it really, if any at all, um, on the fish. Uh, you know, and the thing they haven't gone anywhere, and depending on the species, they're still hungry. So, you know, scout out the spots that you want to try at night, you know, while there's still a little bit of light out, you know. And again, you know, they give you a little bit better idea of, uh, of the, the layout of the area that you want to fish. And, and maybe, too, you know, if you take your electronics along, you can also, you know, uh, at least, you know, drop it through the ice and, and, and just kind of get a read on some of the terrain maybe that you're, you're looking at and, and things along those lines that um, can help better dial you in at night, uh, you know, so you're not wandering around the ice at, uh, with uh, with your flashlight at, at night. Um, just make that, you know, a little scouting trip, you know, some daytime fishing kind of to, to help set the, uh, set the stage, if you will. It's good, re- you know, just, just, Tell your significant, it's like, I have to go do some research work. You know, just, you know, bundle up warm and go do your research work. Um, maybe you'll get a meal out of it. Can't knock that. Anyhow, <laughs> so, um, yeah, check things out during the day. It's a little bit easier to get the uh, the lay of the land, if you will, and um, just to, to simplify things a little bit. I don't know about wandering around on the ice at, at night, unless I kind of know what I'm doing. Although, you know, I mean, it hasn't been bad lately. I mean, the, the moon's been nice and bright, and I suppose it wouldn't be bad wandering out there, but still, just want to uh, maybe get a little better. It, it, it's easier to see some of those landmarks during the day and just kind of get a better idea of, of things. Anyhow, uh, you know, some things are, are, you know, a few other things are going to remain the same. Um Drill those holes all at once, just like during the day to get that out of the way. Um, and, and while, you know, there's, there's, you know, a bunch of species that are available during the day, um, and mentioned a lot of them in the, the fishing report here, you know, uh, the bluegills, northerns, uh, you know, walleyes, things along those lines, really, I, I I, I want to say it's it's maybe a little more limited at night in terms of of what's biting and you know maybe what to target. Uh, it you need to be a little bit more maybe a little bit more focused on on what you're going for. Um, 
Although, I mean, you know, there are species that, that will bite at night. Um, probably the two best are, are really, you know, crappies and walleyes. Uh, you know, both have good night vision capabilities. Um, in many cases, they're going to inhabit the same kinds of areas at night. Um, and so will other species, too. Just don't, you know, hard kind of hard to say what, you know, sort of a feeding mode they're going to be in, whether it, you know, it's, you know, positive, neutral, negative. Um, these guys, you know, walleyes and crappies, I'm not going to say that they're always going to bite, of course, but, you know, the neutral and, and positive, the odds are a little bit better in, in your favor for those two anyway. Again, of course, it's all going to be depending on the, the food source. You know, they're going to be hanging around the, the weeds or weed lines uh, looking for, uh, you know, the small bugs and the little uh, aquatic insects and things along those lines, uh, you know, that the crappie are going to be feeding on. And, you know, the, the, that too, you know, if there's any minnows that are in the same area cruising around, um, hiding in those little pockets, yeah, they'll, uh, they'll be munching on those as well. Um, you know, they may be kind of cruising over the tops of a weed bed or along a weed line or off of flats. Um, you know, those are places to, uh, to check out and, and, you know, mark those kinds of places during the day. Um, you know, and, and the other thing too, in terms of, uh, I, I didn't necessarily touch on it. Um, and it makes, it does make sense. Um, you know, during the day, you know, you've got the shanties and, and, you know, some of the, you know, they're, they're permanent for the ice, ice fishing season. Um, you know, there's going to be always an area where they're set up and, and, you know, guys are going to be catching fish and things like that. Um, those aren't bad places to think about uh, trying as well for, uh, for the night bite. I mean, it's, it, you know, there is to a certain extent, a reason why those shanties and things like that are there. That's where the fish are. So that's just something to, uh, uh to think about as well. I, I didn't mention that earlier. I just wanted to, well, I was thinking about it. I didn't want to forget not putting it anyway. Um, so anyway, uh, those are the kind of places, you know, like I said, the, the weed beds, weed lines, flats, you know, if those locations aren't working, uh, you know, check out any kind of humps in the area. There's likely a drop off around there, um, that might be holding some fish, uh, before they, they kind of move up to the top of that hump, if you will, and, and, and cruise around looking for food. Um, and of course, again, like I mentioned earlier, you know, if you haven't scouted out those locations during the day or, or are going to a, a new location, uh, certainly having your electronics along is, is going to be key to finding those, finding those particular places, uh, where the fish are locating, um, and definitely how they're reacting to your presentation. Um, and if you know crappie, um, you know, are below you, you know, drop that lure, you know, more on that in a moment, just, but drop it above them. Uh, crappies are upwards looking fish. So just again, put it above them, uh, using your electronics. Hopefully you'll get a good idea of the, uh, the sweet spot of depth on the, uh, the placement of that lure, uh, in order to move those fish up and, and come check out what you're offering there. One other thing too, uh, also about, uh, walleyes and crappies is that they are both able to pick up vibrations as well at night. 
this can really be more critical than than during the daytime for obvious reasons. Um, anything you use should have the ability to uh, flutter or have rattles, something that's going to disturb that water, create those noises that the the lateral lines of a, of a crappie or walleye can, can zero in on when it's dark or in low light conditions. Um, and certainly there are a number of, of uh, products out on the market, you know, from Northland or, or Rapala, uh, jigs and spoons galore that, uh, uh, that, that fit that bill um, and, and that need for noise. Keep removing as someone once said, although I don't, think that was necessarily in regards to fishing, but hey, uh, keep removing. It works here. So and that's something to, uh, something to, to think about as well. But yeah, that's, uh, that, that's I, I think a little bit more, certainly moved up a notch or two in terms of importance uh, for night fishing compared to, to daytime fishing, where even though the light penetration isn't going to be anywhere near uh, as strong as, as during the open water season, um, it, it's just, it's just much easier. I, I think at night to have, to, to definitely add that element in there to, uh, uh into your equation for, uh, for success on the water. Uh, the other thing too, uh, I guess at the end of it really, um, and I've mentioned this in the past is the use of glow in the dark lures. This is just another way to help guide those fish uh, into what you're offering. And that's why I suggested, you know, having, you know, this is one of the reasons why you have that flashlight along, uh, to see where you're going, of course, and uh, whatnot, but uh, to uh, to also help chart, you know, if you've got those extra ones, an extra one you can take with, yeah, by all means do so. Um, and I'm not going to... Uh, and I, I've, I've gotten them else, you know, gotten them, uh, at places like Walmart, you know, they're, they're, they're like a buck, you know, I can clip them on my hat or you can get the, the hand, little handheld ones. Um, but man, you know, they're, they're like a buck a piece. And if they get dropped, if they get broken, you know, tap out, whatever, um, dropped, heaven forbid, dropped in the hole, um, you know. It's a buck, and they're nice, bright flat. I really like them. I mean, and and <laughs> out of all the 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 cap flashlights or the the clippable ones, anyway that that I've I've tried over the years, uh, and I, I've tried a bunch. Um, man, for uh, for a buck, that's a a pretty good bargain, and you know, got a nice little metal clip on there, real durable. Um, boy. I'm I'm real happy, but and they work perfectly for what uh, for what you need. Nice, uh, nice bright white light. Charge up those uh, charge up those lures. It, it's a terrible plug for. I, I, it seems like a shameless plug for Walmart here, but uh, I'm I'm very proactive when it comes to being frugal with spending your fishing dollars, and that's uh, that's definitely one of the one of the bargains that I would throw out there. Is uh, is is that for? It's not. It's not fishing tackle, but you should have it in your your tackle box or pocket, whatever. Um, like I said, I, I've I've got several of them, and you can get the little cap ones. Uh, there's also the the headband ones as well. 
Um, but they got like, you know, like they've got like what, three, four LEDs in them. Um, and like I said, when they, uh, when they, yeah, they, they work really quite nicely and you can replace the batteries in them too. So, I mean, it's, it's nice to have. And like I said, for a buck, pretty nice. Anyway, it only takes a few moments to charge those, those lures up and you're good to go for, you know, what, 15, 20 minutes or so. Uh, that's not, not a bad thing. Uh, when it comes to bait, match the hatch. Uh, minnows are the way to go, really. Uh, you, you can, they, they check off several boxes. You know, the scent trail they leave, the vibrations, uh, and the fact that a minnow is something that a crappie or a walleye or even a northern uh, is expecting to see. You know, is, an active minnow is, is the go-to bait uh, for your, uh, your nighttime outing. And... and I mentioned this a second ago here, you know, but I've been primarily primarily talking about crappie and walleye, um, but northerns too. They can also be active, uh, somewhat active at night. Again, uh, daytime tip things such as tip ups can be used here. Uh, you know, same for the bait, a good size minnow. Uh, one side, one difference that uh, is that, of course, seeing the the flag trip up. Uh, tip up anyway when uh, when you get hit um, <laughs> that can be a little bit of a challenge yeah but and you can buy lights that that attach uh, that that go off when the flag trips and you know I I looked online when I was putting the show together and you know, some of them yeah they're they're reusable but they're like eight bucks and up uh, you know and again going back to the frugal side of things if you want to try this too might be just as easy you know certainly a little bit cheaper. Um, you know, if you're, uh, only going to be trying this a few, you know, you know, I mean, if you're doing it all the time, then yeah, I think I'd probably invest in the, the light or whatever, but if you're only going to do this a couple times out of the year, yeah, maybe just, uh, like go someplace like the dollar store, uh, that fishing Mecca, as I like to call it, <laughs> go to the kids section and buy some of those, those glow sticks, uh, tape them to the, the tip up, uh, they're lightweight enough. It's not going to impede things and, and boom, done. Um, you know, and those are the, <laughs> maybe I should do a story on that or a, a show on that someday too. Cause man, there's, I, I'm trying to think of all the things that you can buy in the, uh, in the dollar store for, uh, it's like lure making. I know there's, there's guy, and I've read these articles over the year. I'm just going to step off on the side here for the moment, but, uh, you know, like the little flip-flop things, you know, the the cheap little plastic suits. You cut those up and, and boom, you've got little foam poppers, you know, solid foam or solid, you know, poppers for fly fishing. You know, <laughs> not a not a bad deal. You know, there's, there's, there's glitter and tinsel and all sorts of things that you can, uh, you know, buy in those dollar stores that, uh, that you can use for uh, lure making if you're a little on the, on the creative side which is always always a lot of fun. Uh, makes the, the trip worthwhile anyway. Uh, a couple of final thoughts here as I wrap things up here. You know, when you prepare for a night trip, pack extra, uh, whether it's uh, batteries for your electronics, uh, whether it's for your flashlights, juice for the heater, uh, take a spare along. Um, I, I screwed up the other weekend. I went out and... Wasn't out there very long at all, and the batteries for my electronics died. And I'm like, 
really seriously. And I'm like, I didn't have anything. It, it really kind of put a damper <laughs> on the trip. And it's like, ah, didn't bring my spare along. Didn't even think about it. Didn't even look beforehand. So and that's why I'm putting it, you know, don't, <laughs> don't do what I do. Um, you know, the other advantage, uh, there's all, you know, so, so yeah, take a little extra along. It's, it's, it's small. Don't, don't, you know, other advantage of, you know, certainly going out during the day, um, is that you know, there's people out there, you know, they see you, you know, if you run into problems, there's someone there to, to help out at night you and, and, you know, if you take a buddy along, you know, you guys might be the only ones uh, out on the ice in an area. So that's really kind of my advice. If you, you go out at night, take someone along. Uh, take a cell phone along. You know, tell someone when you're headed out and when you're headed back. It, it just, you know, I, I, I mentioned safety, I think, just about every show, if not every show. Um, in this case, yeah, it's, it's a little, you know, be a little more conscious of safety for, uh, for a night trip. Um, Again, just in terms of the numbers of uh, people out there and, and things along those lines, yeah, it just, boy, uh, I would, uh, that just doesn't sound like a lot of fun is, is running into a, a problem and, and at night and not having someone there to, to help out. So, yeah, just to keep that in mind. But otherwise, give it a, you know, give some serious thought to that. I think it's a, a, a great opportunity. And, again, uh, you know, you get into that right that right bite, you find those fish that are, are really active and, you know, you can just, uh, just go to town on the, whether it's the, you know, the perch or the walleye or something like that, man, you can have just a, a dynamite time and, and, uh, just have that ice to yourself uh, or very few people. And boy, that's, uh, that's always a good time. So give that a thought. It is uh, 848. I'm going to take a break. Be back in a moment as WKTY Outdoors continues here on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask. 